0: Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. So today, what I would like to pose is a question to all of us is, what can migratory birds teach you about life? What can migratory birds teach you about life? Like many of us these days, this week I felt like I just can't take it anymore. I really mean it. <clears throat> I do all my spiritual practices, yoga, meditation, uh, I, I, I'm i pretty, um, you know, pretty rhythmic with my day, I'm very balanced, but I have been out of it lately, these shootings have to stop, the gun violence in the United States has become a cancer, it's also over 100 degrees in much of our country, and it's destroying animals and crops and people, and Just the whole image of our climate disintegrating before us. And our financial markets are unstable. The cost of everything is going through the roof. So I I just, these things usually I just own or move through and detach. But for some reason this week they kind of mounted up. So I'm disoriented, kind of, somewhat, you know, rethinking my calling, my work. And many of my friends are doing the same thing. The political climate just seems to get worse by the day. And many of my family members have significant mental health issues. And and the list goes on and on. So I've been involved with family things. So I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but sometimes the world is just a lot for each of us. Okay. And especially now, it seems to be that when you turn on the news, it's overwhelming. So, you know, what I ask, I mean, do you ever feel like you're having one of those tipping points, those break-even points where you say, stop the world and let me get off just for a few days, okay? And as I was miring in all this quick stand, I decided to go lay in the grass, go, um, and because that always grounds me. I'd laid on the earth the grass surrounded by my hydrangeas and roses and all the other things. And I stopped to take some deep breaths, and I, I just said, I need a vacation. I need to fly away. I need to get away. I need new energy, I, I need to be fearless, I need a new frontier, I need more love, I need more friends and neighbors um, to be connected to, and I need our family to get along and love each other through through all of this. So I was looking up at the sky and watching the clouds float, and all of a sudden, just as all these huge thoughts were coming through of freedom and healing and wholeness and peace, you know, all of a sudden, a flock of birds flew over my head. This huge flock of birds were flying in formation one direction, and then they were weaving perfectly into another majestic pattern, back and forth. It was just like, I, I don't know how to explain it. And they looked so free and happy and divine. And and they were singing. I, I don't know. It was just, boom. It just knocked me right right out of that. negative, low, dark spot, and the clouds separated, and here were these magnificent, magnificent birds in a huge flock. They looked like every word I had just said in my mind that I needed so desperately. I needed energy, fearlessness, new frontiers, more love, more community, friends and neighbors. This is exactly what I felt these birds were experiencing. Every single thing I desired was above me flying overhead. Pure joy and freedom. And in that moment, in that moment of watching them, I thought, we don't need to be like migratory birds. We need to migrate like birds. I thought, what lessons can I learn, can we all learn by observing these magnificent birds? And so first, lying in the grass now, these were random thoughts, was soaring and freedom. Look at them! Look at him soar, oh my God, over the earth. And they were looking down from such a high perspective Life looks different when you're looking at problems or ideas or things that far away. They had community. Their life depends on each other. Their life and mind depend on others. They trust their ancestors' past. They know what to do. Their instincts show them, tell them how to fly. And they're also taught. And then I thought, what path do we trust these days? And how do they know where they're going? They trust they trust, don't we have a divine, divine plan too? But I, or you know, should I say we, live in you know this chaos. We don't see, hear, smell, fear our guidance, our path, our calling, or the or the divine plan, so to speak. Seasons of life. These birds must migrate or they die. Are, are we the same? If we don't move or change our thoughts or what we're doing, do we die? Do our souls die? Do do our minds and our hearts die? I don't know. freedom. that's the other thing. My God, they were so, they're so free flying up there. And healing and restoration. If they don't stop where they're migrating to and heal and restore for their journey, they die. Why don't we learn that? Why do we get burned out? i I just became fascinated with the concept of migration. So I started doing some digging. I jumped up, ran in the house, I started looking around about migration of birds and what it means. And I discovered this article. It's on an incredible website that I love and it's called Medium. And if you haven't been there, check it out. It's called medium, it's medium.com. It's an open platform where over 100 million readers come uh, for dynamic thinking. And um, it's Undiscovered Voices. It's very, very cool on any topic. And and you bring new ideas. And these people just have such innovative, creative ideas. And the purpose of Medium is to spread these ideas and deepen understanding in the world. So anyway, Medium.com. I love it. Uh, There was a writer, Mukundarajan. M-U-K-U-N-D-A-R-A-J-A-N. You can follow him if you want. If you go to Medium.com. So Mukundarajan. And he wrote an article called Life Lessons from Migratory Birds. So what I thought I'd do is just talk about his article because I could rewrite the whole thing and do my personal thing, but I think he so perfectly, so perfectly asked the questions we need to ask ourselves. I, I just want to quote his article and what he said. So are you ready? Are you ready to take a migratory flight with Mr. Mukundarajan and myself? Are you? Let's go. Let's, let's start our flight. During winter, birds fly thousands of miles across continents to find temporary homes, and bird migration is one of nature's marvels. The sight of small birds flying in non-stop for hundreds of miles every day is an amazing spectacle that brings instant joy, I know, to my mind. In the picture we have of our minds, we see these birds, they can, they can fly 44,100 miles on an average during their long journey to the Arctic. Can you believe this? Some of these birds, 44,000 miles. Bird migration is a visible testimony to nature's cyclical and self-balancing patterns. The human-centric vision is blind, we are blind to nature's wonders. Hubris defines an anthro anthropocentric centric worldview, that's, that means us, focused on human, I know you know what anthropocentric means, but humans think they are the so-called chosen species, and we rule the universe, of course we think that, the willful blindness to human limitations has made us treat nature as a resource, and we have been exploiting, absolutely exploiting nature, instead of reverent respect we should have of every aspect of nature as a living organism. That is a model for sustainable living. We can learn many life lessons if we pause a moment and look around in nature. But what do migratory birds teach us about life? Number one, embrace uncertainty. Nothing terrifies humans more than uncertainty. We struggle to navigate life's uncertainties. Little do we realize that it's impossible to plan for every eventuality in life. Birds face an existential crisis in winter. The harsh climate poses a serious threat to their lives. Food becomes scarce. Birds instinctively act, accept reality, okay? Birds, listen to this, instinctively accept reality. They don't fight it like we do. They don't depend on experts to tell them what to do to overcome a crisis. They take a leap of faith and fly to different pastures to find new homes, Second, our mental limits, listen to this, our mental limits are self-imposed. Faulty self-perceptions prevent humans from realizing their full potential. Conditioned by childhood experiences and reinforced by later life events, each of us has a mental image of what we can achieve. Humans are perennial underachievers. Fear of failure prevents us from trying our best when we are faced with challenges. The inadequacy of our self-images become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Nobody can imagine that birds will fly thousands of miles. I mean, when I was a little girl, I saw them go to the horizon. I didn't know how far they were going. Birds do not feel constrained by fears of incapability. They don't even think of failure. They just take off en mass. Not trying to break free of their natural limits is not an option for them. As nature punishes laziness, and inaction mercilessly. Are we listening to that one? I'm gonna repeat that one. Not trying to break free of their natural limits, your natural limits, is not an option for them or for you and I, as nature punishes laziness and inaction mercilessly, okay? Next, three. Harness one's strengths to face challenges. Each one of us is unique and our abilities and dispositions. We have our own strengths and weaknesses. When we face moments of crisis, we cannot rely on any magic formula to pull us out of trouble. Each of us has to tap into our own inner reservoirs of skills, abilities, strengths, and adopt our own strategies to ride out the crisis. Migratory birds have smaller brains than resident birds. Isn't that interesting? Migratory birds have smaller brains than resident birds. This feature helps them conserve energy while flying these long distances. According to ornithologists, migratory birds take hundreds of naps as they fly. They also practice unilateral eye closure, in which one eye closes permitting one half of the brain to sleep. Is that like the coolest thing? Just love nature. I love this. Four, they rotate leadership. Imagine that, guys. They rotate leadership. Many organizations have dominarian leaders who hate to share their powers with others. The top-down leadership style often blocks communication and creativity within the hierarchy. The information does not flow seamlessly within the organizations and teams function as silos. The organization can't compete in the market when the leader takes important decisions without examining all the information. Remember, most migratory birds adopt the V formation while flying long distances. This helps aerodynamic efficiency. Also, the birds switch the lead bird position so that the leader does not suffer exhaustion. This is a classic example of shared leadership. And fifth, adapt or perish. Adaptability is the 21st century buzzword. Life is changing faster than ever before, guys. Failure to adapt is is the root cause of human behavior and human failures. The migratory birds adapt by flying to safe sanctuaries abroad rather than perish in their winter homes. While flying, the migratory birds They synergize their wing-flapping for optimal efficiency. National Geographic said as each bird flaps its wings, the trail of upwash left by its wingtips also moves up and down. The birds behind can somehow sense, they sense this, and they adjust their own flapping to keep their own wings within this moving zone of free lift of the bird in front of them. They trace the same path that the bird front, in the front traced through the air. Is this like the coolest? God, I love nature. I'm telling you, it's just miraculous, isn't it? God, what do we really know, guys? Okay, six, collective spirit can help overcome crisis. Humanity's been struggling to find solutions to its common problems like climate change, inequality, poverty, unsustainable development, and, of course, environmental degradation. Remember, we're over 100 degrees in most of America right now. Humankind is ideologically and politically divided like never before. International bodies are impotent. The big powers? Mm Mm-hmm. You know people in corporations and countries the big powers are selfish and pursue their own national interests birds flock together they stay together to undertake the long and hazardous journey to other continents or wherever they're migrating to no bird is foolish enough to imagine they can fly solo to reach any distant land they know that their security and safety lie in numbers they fly in particular forms to tap into their navigating instincts. Seven is resilience. Virologists have warned us of a pandemic as countries fail to mobilize international cooperation on biosafety and wildlife protection. Remember, we've been doing this. Look at all the pandemic movies that go back 20 years. We've been knowing this has been gonna happen for a very long time. Finally, the prediction has come true. A pandemic has devastated humanity because of one nation's reckless tampering with wildlife systems. Hundreds of thousands of people have died. Economies have crumbled everywhere. Millions of people have lost their livelihoods. Instead of mounting a joint effort to find a cure and a vaccine for COVID-19, nations, some of them, decided to conduct their own medical research, hoping to save their own citizens instead of helping each other. After spending a few months in foreign lands, remember the birds return to their original homes. Remember, they're migrating, they're going and visiting, staying there for a while, and then they're coming back to their original habitats. Bird migration is a remarkable example of how resilience can help overcome enormous changes in life. The humble migratory birds can teach us valuable lessons about how to adapt to changing environments, how to overcome challenges, through collaboration. Learning from nature is sometimes more effective than relying solely on human knowledge. Okay. Okay. I gave you this amazing Mr. Mucken Muckandarajan, Mukindarjan, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, his article. So we've talked about it. Now I feel like I went to church. I got inspired. Remember, I started out... Gloomy, flat, awful, what's going on, next shooting, Ah, everything going on in the world. But now, thank you, sir, for your article. Thank you for your genius because you're absolutely correct. So, how are you feeling? A little upbeat, okay? So, here's the other thing that I love the most, more for me personally, that the bird in front of you, even when it gets tired, it kind of rides on the birds flapping in front of it. Remember that part? it gets closer to the bird in front of it and it relaxes a little more and kind of rides in its vectors. We can do that. We can do that. Okay? We can sometimes when we're down sideways go on YouTube, go somewhere, pick up a book, get some inspirational biography of somebody. Get somebody who's gone through World War One or two or a plague or Auschwitz or whatever or Booker T. Washington or uh, George Washington Carver or... Um, Harriet Tubman or any of these inspirational political figures, social figures, read about somebody else and how they overcame it. It really, it, it, it just will uplift you, just like these wonderful birds giving us examples. All of nature, migratory birds, a leaf, an oak tree, every single thing in nature can give us lessons on life. I feel as if I just went on a migratory flight with you, together. How are you feeling? Hmm? So, before we go, let me review the list. In case you uh, didn't have a pencil and didn't write it down. Embrace uncertainty. Okay? Remember, embrace uncertainty. Nothing terrifies humans like uncertainty. Okay? And when that little bird group takes off, what do they have? But sure, at 100% uncertainty. But they take off together. It makes them strong. They have faith and confidence and hope. They've done it before. Their ancestors did it before. So have ours. Our mental, second, our mental limits are self-imposed. Hello? Faulty self-perfections, per, excuse me, perceptions prevent humans from realizing their full potential, okay? Whatever you happened to you in your childhood, whatever events happen later in life, your mental image needs to shift from all of that, okay? Your self-perception. Humans are perennial underachievers. Remember that? Fear of failure prevents us from trying our best. Stop it. Move on. Take off on your migratory journey. I'm with you, baby. We're in the same V formation. Three, harness one's strengths to face challenges. Yeah. Each of us has our unique abilities and dispositions, okay? We have our own strengths and weaknesses. So... We have to tap into our own inner reservoirs, remember, skills, abilities, and strengths to go through these crises. Remember, migratory birds have smaller brains than resident birds. It's because they were created to use part of their brain so the rest can rest. Isn't that absolutely like the coolest thing? Four, rotate leadership. Mm hmm. Top down hierarchy doesn't work anymore in the world. Five, adapt or perish. Amen. That is the 21st century's buzzword. Life is changing faster than ever before. Failure to adapt is the root cause of human failures. Adaptation, baby. Six, collective spirit can help overcome crises. Okay, we have common problems. Poverty, climate change, all of these things. We have to come together, okay? We have to flock together, just like the flock of birds. No, Remember, no bird is foolish enough. To imagine it can fly solo. Why do we think we can? Really, seriously. Last but not least is resilience. Okay. The pandemic pandemic came. And look at yourself. Go back three years ago from before the pandemic. How have you changed? What's your character? What is your psyche like? What's your world? What's, how do you look at the world right now? How do you think of the other? What's changed? Uh huh. What, what resilience did you develop, hopefully, over this crisis of the pandemic over these years. So we just went on a migratory flight together, okay? So I hope this brought some wisdom or insight or just some fun flying together today, okay? Uh, I love it, I just love it. So here we are uh, at the Mindful Living Network. Please let us know what you think. It's our world. Let's hold on to our hearts and hands together and heal ourselves and the world, okay? Uh, And our commitment is to entertain, educate, and enlighten our world so that we can all live mindfully, save each other, and save our planet. Please share us with your family, your friends, your community. We have to do this together. Remember the flock, okay? The migratory birds. You can contact me at ourourmln.com. Or go to the Mindful Living Network and hit Contact Us. Write me a note. I love our meditation room. It's called The Meditation Room. Go see the creative type of meditations. Again, you can meditate in Kyoto on a mountain with some cherry blossoms. Or you can be by a river, waterfall. You can just go anywhere on our meditation room. And there's guided meditations also. It's very cool. And we've got children's meditations. Uh, we have an app. You can go to Mindful Living Network app and download it. It's on um, the app sites. Our newsletter is fabulous. So, um, please sign up for our newsletter. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Please. We are. We're a migratory flock. Okay? So that when I'm tired, maybe I can be behind you and you can help me. And and I'll fly behind you on your energy. And maybe another time you're tired and and I can be in front of you and I can lift you up. Because um, It's pretty cool. I really love it. So, today, what can migratories teach us about your life? A lot! A lot. Thank you for the privilege of your time in sharing this little migratory journey today. Take care. Bye-bye.